Hello, everybody. It's me, Robin. How are you tonight? Don't I sound flirty? It sounds like... (laughs) I don't know why I sound so flirty. It was weird. I have such a crick in my neck, and I hate the word crick. Crick in my neck. Anyway, I was coming on here to say something serious, actually. So, you guys, this is going to be the last episode of me reading reading stuff. Me writing stuff. It's going to be the last episode of me reading stuff, y'all. Uh, you're going to find me over on Patreon, y'all. If you guys want to become a member of the new podcast. Um, that was a long pause. If you want to become a member of the new podcast, hop on over to Patreon. Look me up. The podcast, are you guys ready for this? Um, I don't know if you are. The name of the podcast is... The Robin's Gate Podcast. Of course. And listen, if you don't get that, of course, if you don't get, I mean, not the of course, but if you don't get what I am doing by calling my podcast the Robin's Gate Podcast, girl, you need to go do your Robin O'Neill research, bitch. All right, so uh, the link patreon.com forward slash robins gate that's r-o-b-y-n-s-g-a-t-e um if you sign up i promise i will make it more than worth it and if you've met me or have heard the podcast you kind of know what i mean this could get really cool really fun really wild and next level Uh, frankly, I don't think anybody's seen anything like what I'm really planning here. So let's go. Robin's Gate, everybody. Here we go. Our next, I mean, our first bonus sode. Um, here we are starting on Patreon. Uh, By the way, I haven't even, um, I haven't even looked into Patreon yet for myself as a podcaster or whatever this is. Um, So that's funny that I'm saying this. But as I was uh, wanting to record a mini episode for you guys on the subject of babies, not what you think, not about procreating. Um, I'm still all for early vasectomies, by the way, guys. I still I still am, even though I'm now a very happy stepmom of two boys, I, and a supporter of their dad, Damien, who, I mean, let's face it, he decided to have some babies. The, uh, the thing I'll never understand about people. (laughs) Uh, I'm just kidding. I understand it now more than ever, believe it or not. There's a story there, isn't there? Uh, I think there, I think there is. Anyway, the the subject on this Patreon, okay, let, let me try to focus. Let's see if I can. It, it ain't easy, I'll tell you that. Um, welcome to Patreon. I am going to sign up for it later today, record this now. This is my first mini-sode. Um, I'm going to work on that name. That sounds so lame, mini-sode. I j- it just kind of rolled out of my tongue when I was thinking about recording. But anyway, Frankie's here with me. Are you Frankie? Hey. Oh, she doesn't want to. She kissed you guys is what she did. She didn't want to talk. She just wanted to make out. So, you know, I mean, some people are like that. It's uh, about touch. It's not about 
words. Okay, guys. Anyway, <laughs> hi, I'm Robin. Nice to meet anybody new. And I don't think there will be anyone new over here because this is, you're going to have to pay to get here. But um, hi, everybody. Old friends. Old friends. A lot of old friends listening. A lot of uh, old acquaintances. A lot of old just listeners, you know, who I've never communicated with. Uh, hello, and welcome to the other side, the dark side of Patreon. Um, basically, I want to have a place. I want to give a shout out to somebody. I haven't asked them if they're okay with this, but um, I'm going to go ahead and say a first name because it could be anyone. Molly. First of all, that's my favorite name. I used to pretend that was my name. Um, and I was very jealous of a young woman in high school whose name was Molly. And I was jealous of her because, you ready for this one, everybody? All you Mollies out there. Oh, God. The boy I had a secret crush on didn't love me. He loved Molly, everybody. <laughs> Just kidding. Molly was cool. And I actually really regret not getting to know Molly better. So let's give Molly a round of applause, everybody. Yes, that was for the original Molly. And now to the new Molly, who, new Molly in my life, who has been in my life for a while as a listener and a fellow artist. And whoops, uh, I messed up the pot. <laughs> I messed up the recording because my coat's too big and it, keep, and I, and it keeps, uh, I don't, I don't, don't worry about it. Anyway, old Molly, new Molly, every Molly, um, love the name Molly. And anyway, the new Molly came in for the kill with the, um, it was like the final push for me to just, you know, do something over somewhere else, you know, somewhere else where we can, uh, actually talk to the community of listeners. Now that, I mean, talk with amongst ourselves, I guess. And Hey, Molly, Hey, new Molly. Um, that was what I wasn't thinking about. I was going to eventually think about monetizing, but I have a bigger plan for that that I'm really psyched about that I'll tell you guys about eventually. But um, Molly, listener Molly, came on in and said what I didn't think about, even though I should have, because I'm a part of a certain community on Patreon, I think, or I was for a minute. Um, and I thought, whoa, yeah, we can't, we haven't done the convention yet. But <laughs> I never had a central place for you guys. And if you guys have meant what you've meant to me, um, and I've meant whatever I've meant to you, each, each individual listener out there, um, and hopefully new people will hear this and be like, I, I want a place to be too, God damn it. And, and I'll be like, guess what? Uh, Omaha Convention 2025. Opening act, LaCaylee 47, closer, Robin O'Neill, featuring Megan the Stallion. Um, I mean, it doesn't sound horrible, right? Uh, the, the, finally, a convention for all of you guys and all of me. Um, I think we would watch movies. I think we would organize... Uh, organize something. I don't know. We would do, cra oh, I would definitely have craft corner all weekend. Here's okay. Here's how I'm envisioning right now. I'm going to close my eyes. Molly, Molly, listen to me. Cause this was Molly's idea too, by the way, not Molly, the original Molly who my crush was in love with. 
Um, God, there's a lot to tell about that. Hey, Frankie, what's wrong? What happened? Frankie is uh, wanting to make sure you guys know she's doing great, but she may have thrown up. So we're going to wander over here and see what's going on. What a good girl. She found what appears to be a roll of tape under the couch. Good girl. I don't know how that got there. Um, Okay, so scotch tape, everybody. Scotch tape. What would we do without it? Um, Cats would have no toys. Christmas would have no presents. And my heart would be empty without scotch tape. Scotch tape at every store imaginable across the land, everybody. Um, I don't know what the everybody is. I don't know where it came from. I don't know where it started. I don't know where it will end. (laughs) It seems to be reserved for you guys, though. Um, Okay, back to Molly. What was I talking about? I don't know. All I know is that Molly, Molly is across the land. You are a step up for one reason. be like you and not me (laughs) okay anyway isn't this fun am i allowed to say this i guess like if somebody has a problem with it well first of all who the hell knows who can it's fun i loved all of these people i was just jealous of molly that's all um molly was beautiful uh probably the smartest girl in our class at least one of the top like three that we all knew were super intelligent and then um yeah, I, I could go on and on. She had it all going on till the break of dawn and still does from what I remember when I was on social media. I mean, my Lord. So you know what? <laughs> the, the guy I had a crush on for about 59 years of my life, he, he was making such a wise choice. I, I suddenly realized that. Like I used to always think, what, what's up? I was... A, I was he, I was the best artist. Like, I had that one thing. I had that, at least. No offense to the, the female he had the crush on, or, I mean, he was in love with or whatever it was. They did date. They went on a date. I seem to remember I somehow got the details that, um, that maybe he cooked for her, and it was like pasta Alfredo or <laughs> something like that I had barely even heard of at the time, you know, when I was... 15 or whatever, 16. It's like, oh my God, this is my dream life. And it's not me who gets it. Um, But you know what? I did get the dream life, everybody. I got the absolute dream. Um, I'm living in like a, I don't know, a heavenscape surrounding the nightmare inside my body. (laughs) But at least I'm in the heavenscape. No, I'm just kidding. I'm great. I'm actually really, yeah, I'm great. Can't you guys tell? Okay, so why was I coming on here? Babies, 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 babies. What am I talking about? Uh, By the way, both of those two people, they had babies. I did not have babies. Um, Except Frankie. Frankie who I'm chasing around. Okay, so, by the way, I am going to get a mic, um, a new mic. I have my old mic, but I'm going to get a new mic for you guys. This is ridiculous, and I know that. So just to any new listeners, this is chaos. I'm well aware. This is audio chaos. I'm well aware. 
this is disjointed, inarticulate, uh, and completely ill-produced. I'm well aware. It will always be that way. I mean, I'll, I'll try to get, get things done to make it easier on me and to make it more palatable on your earlobes or earbulbs, <laughs> your ears, I guess. Um, so that I will do. I will be good to you. I will be good to me. I will not be good to the system. <laughs> if I hear another well-produced anything, I swear to God, I'm going to, uh, I don't know, set off bombs in my... Okay, so, um, oh, by the way, if you occasionally hear a this, it is uh, just that I happen to be walking by one of my uh, TVs that, that I play. I still play, if, if old listeners remember, a lot of you guys uh, wrote in and said at the time that you started practicing the same method I practice, which is putting on like um, the ambiance videos from YouTube. So currently, let's go ahead and give a shout out to this one. Uh, this one is, it looks to be a kind of library cafe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe it to you. Brick walls, beautiful windows, light but thick, like light, how do I say this? Thick snow falling, but sparse, thick and sparse snow. Uh, winter, candle lit, lamp lit, well lit actually, B- open books, a biscuit, steaming coffees, cozy chairs, uh, cozy bench, books, books, fireplace, mantle. It actually weirdly looks like okay art above the mantle, although I have, I am currently experiencing a loss of vision in my left eye, so I I could, (laughs) it probably sucks. Okay, so piano jazz music is my go-to for daytime in the house. Anyway, this is YouTube.com, everybody. YouTube.com, I am watching piano jazz music. This is a live YouTube video entitled Smooth Jazz Instrumental Music for Study Work Jazz Relaxing Music. It started two hours ago. 411 people are watching, including Frankie. So Frankie's, uh, Frankie's enjoying it. We all calm down. Everybody loves it when they come over. Shout out to Zach, my handyman, Zach, everybody. Zach, uh, he comes over and he is one. I am now considering him a son. So he is my son and um, he loves these, he said. So there you go. He already knew all about him. He's like, yeah, yeah, this is relaxing. I like people who already know everything. Zach's one of those guys. He's like, oh, yeah, I've been through that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard that. Oh, yeah. But he know, but he's not an, a jerk about it. He's very he's just very understanding in his knowledge, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like that feels good when you have somebody around who's whatever that is. You know what I mean? OK, um, I'm going to make this quick about babies. I realized talking. So I'm in um, of an, an intense trauma therapy <sighs> kind of like program, I guess, that's sort of piecemealed together by me um, through all the various means that are helping me, right? So for each individual person, that's going to be different. Like some people want to go, if they're like me and grew up Catholic, they're going to want to go to confession. Um, but not, not me, by the way. <laughs> In fact, I had a nightmare about going to confession, I feel like, the other day. 
But anyway, um, so that's how I grew up. And people in my, you know, world or in the Catholic community, that's how, that's one method they do. Um, my recommendation for anybody going through anything, and again, I'm no doctor, but uh, I'm just a person who's experiencing extreme PTSD symptoms and um, trauma and, uh, you know, uh, revealing uh, kind of like unblocking repressed memories of abuse and neglect throughout my um, just general life. And so I, there's not one, in my opinion, from uh, the patient, me, the patient's perspective, there's not one way to do that. So this is where like a holistic approach comes in handy. But I fear most people just like, uh, they come to a crisis like I did and they just go maybe right to one thing, you know, because first of all, you're not functioning where you're supposed to be mentally because you're in a state of, for me, I've, I realize that I, my nervous system has been so shot by my um, upbringing and childhood and stuff that I don't have... I can't think straight, essentially. Uh, I couldn't think straight until I unblocked all of this and really dealt with a lot of it. So I've been functioning. uh, My nervous system was shot, I think, from conception on. And I also, you know, I've never calmed down. I've never once until March of 2023, I've never once prior to that moment felt good in my body for a second whether or not I was drunk, having an orgasm, frankly, I had plenty of those guys and I had been drunk plenty too. Um, No matter how quote good my body felt or my brain felt or my heart felt, I've fallen in love many times in my life. I've been in love. I've been massively and deeply loved by people and animals and the art world in some ways, I have felt love. I have felt good. I have felt physically in ecstasy before March of 2023. But until March of 2023, when some all sorts of things happened with me and to me, I will tell you this. I never felt good. Not for a second. There were a, was a part of me that luckily had moments of deep pleasure, right? Uh, through uh, physical body, luckily, and then also, like, even in the way that runners feel good, you know, like, I'm I'm not, when I say that, I'm not only talking about sex, by the way, because it sounded like I, I was, but I'm not, um, because it's just kind of everything, you know, like, I mean, I know what it feels like to get perfectly drunk and feel great and not, and have no repercussions of that. So just to be clear, since I'm always talking about being an Al-Anon member, um, even though I know I'm not supposed to talk about that, so I might have to figure this out. Because um, I do respect our principles, like the principles of Al-Anon and AA are very important. However, I am here to say that just from a personal perspective, Al-Anon is one of the many things that have saved my life both metaphorically and actually really saved me from being suicidal in the past in in about 2012 or whenever that was that I, let's see, I I don't, I can't do math right now. Trust me. Um, but you know, about 11 years ago. So, um, actually 11 years ago, 
tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, my Al-Anon birthday is tomorrow, and I am 11 years. And in fact, let me find these. You hear this? That, first of all, it's a beautiful noise. And second of all, it makes me feel like I'm in the Goonies, actually. Like, hey, I just found treasure. Um, these are my medallions, my coins from Al-Anon. I actually have, sadly, this is kind of sad, I have bought these for myself all 11 years. Nobody's ever um, purchased one for me. Like, I never had a spot. Al-Anon, compared to AA and NA, I don't know as much about NA, but, you know, Al-Anon is... You're kind of on your own in Al-Anon a little bit. You, you, you do get a sponsor if you're working it that way. But for me, I had, you know, my sponsor who I, is just a, an angel, like a living angel for me. Um, but in Al-Anon, people don't do that. Like she did much bigger things for me, like save my life on multiple occasions. But she didn't um, buy, we don't do that. We get a birthday cake though. We do get a cake um, and that's amazing. But anyway, um, I bought my token, my coins. So I have 10 years before me and I'm about to get my 11th tomorrow, I think. And I think that I didn't have to buy it myself this year. So I can't wait to tell you if that story is going to happen. And that is a, not an expectation. That's just like a really sweet belief I have right now. Um, okay. So what was I saying? Um, something about Al-Anon. Let me go back. Babies, uh, you know, being a baby, being an adult. Well, anyway, uh, I'm gonna have to go back and listen. Damn, I just listened back and I'm up to just trying to figure out what I was talking about and whoa, I'm all over the place. Um, but I remember now, um, so try to follow me, and I'm doing my best, guys, but I am in, if anybody has experienced something like what I'm going through, this kind of um, trauma, but like mixed with the, you know, very, basically, I'm experiencing massive PTSD symptoms throughout my day in various, very complicated ways, and so I am... Um, you know, like I'm putting clothes on wrong and not knowing it until the end of the day. I am leaving things open and out and putting things in the wrong place and in like crazy ways, not just like, oh, the bread's in the refrigerator instead of in the bread box. It's like, oh, um, Robin just put Frankie, tried to get Frankie to eat her treats, but she put them at the bottom of her boot for some reason. You know, it's just like, um, this is happening uh, constantly, and thank, thank God I am so well cared for by Damien and his kids and, you know, and um, our sons, our youngest son's uh, family, his wonderful mom and her husband and their family, you know, so I have so much uh, love and care. Um, but I mean, it's by Damien and, um, my higher power and this little kitty, Frankie, who is right on my lap. Um, <clears throat> I'm about to have an allergy attack. I can feel it coming and I've had a lot of those. Okay. So, but the, what I was trying to talk about was I know physical pleasure. And the reason I brought up the drunk specific, like the specific of 
I understand being drunk is because I think it's important if I'm going to talk about my recovery that I'm still in, you know, recovery program for people, uh, you know, the loved ones of alcoholics and the loved ones of parents of alcoholics, by the way. So, for instance, if you have a parent who was raised by an alcoholic, but your parent, they themselves did not become an alcoholic. It, the, it is proven that it, and I can tell you for, for a uh, fact that I, that it, the, the uh, effects of growing up with an untreated um, child of an alcoholic uh, are equally as bad, if not in, in, in worse. Um, they can be worse than actually having a parent who is an active alcoholic, believe it or not. Um, and so, not, I'm not saying always. There's like, you know, the uh, nuances in um, families of alcoholics are <laughs> varied, to say the least. So anyway, um, but I'm speaking from some experience here, you can imagine. And um, yeah, for me, I... Do you hear my stomach? I'm so hungry. And guess what I have? An everything craggle. That's right. An everything croissant bagel waiting for me right there. I see it in my vision. It's in the kitchen um, near the bread box. To bring it back to the bread. Whoops, again. Okay, so bread box. Listen, in a lot of ways, I was a baby. I think that's my big revelation. It's a horrific one. It's one I am so the opposite of proud of. Um, I think I got better and better as I continue to get more and more help, but I was ill prepared to be an adult. Let's just sum it up that way. And therefore, I became an adult baby. And what I mean by that is there's so many, so many things. But I do think that a lot of adults suffer from this. Um, I'm not going to assume everybody does. Um, but there are elements like no parents get that part right. You know, you just can't hit it all. You can't, you can't teach them everything. Everybody has their lacks. Everybody has their strengths. Um, but I, yeah... I'm mortified. I'm like covering my eyes thinking about the kind of... So I'm getting like total recall from my past is what's been going on, everybody, like in a really wild way where I remember everything almost. But I'm regulating it now that I'm getting help. And so I'm finding ways to like open the... like turn the faucet on slowly when I know I can and then slowly turn it back off. And in those moments of clarity, though, I'm realizing what, in what ways I, I am a baby. I'm a child emotionally in certain ways. And I'm no longer willing to act like that. And now that I can catch it and know where it's coming from and the reasons I'm doing it, which mainly come from um, a complete lack of validation uh, throughout my life, you know? And so 
I continued to act like a baby in certain ways in order to get some sort of validation. I also I also did a lot of great things in order to get validation. Uh, but, you know, like I became successful in order to get a lot of validation. And I did a great job of it, I think. Um, and that leads me to how I became a workaholic and why, you know, why somebody who is a natural uh, perfectionist as well, who then becomes also a workaholic and gets praised for these things that are actually just byproducts of dysfunction um, in a lot of ways, not always. Sure, I'm, I think, I still believe I'm a great artist. I still believe I made pretty mind-blowing work, to be honest with you. And, um, and I'm not at all ashamed to say that. I'm not embarrassed to say that, especially now that I don't identify as that person who made them, at really, in a lot of ways, in most ways. Uh, I identify as the physical body who was somehow gifted in certain ways and still is to make great art um, and also has the, you know, brain and heart that it takes to make great art um, and the observational skills of humanity <laughs> to make great art. But I've decided uh, to that world, you guys can all, you know, enjoy and hopefully appreciate and love what I have already done and hopefully in a bigger way than you have so far. And I appreciate all the love I have received and I've had, I've gotten a lot of love and to those people who are all over the place, especially in Texas, by the way, um, in certain regions in Texas. And ask people to watch me, but this is essentially that in a different way, I, I suppose. I want to share with people. I want to share what I go through. I mean, this is what I've always done. I want to share what I'm struggling with and how I'm getting through it and what I am finding and how I'm getting better, you know, and how I am hurting, frankly, um, in order to show you guys that I love you, anybody listening enough to, to just bleed out here. You know, this is how I do it. I'm not an in-person friend in a good way to most people. I never have been, and I regret it incredibly like you wouldn't believe. But uh, I didn't know how to be a friend, and I didn't know how to have friends, and I didn't know how to trust people, and I didn't know how to just stop people-pleasing enough to just be myself, and that people might love me that way, you know, this way, this way. <laughs> I'm here now, baby. I am 100% authentic now. Um, and I hope you guys can feel it. Like, I was close. I was really close. I was like nine, no, maybe like 87.2% there. I'll adjust these numbers later. I'm going to go with 87.2. Somebody make a note of this and email it to me or something because I'll never remember this number, but I'm 87.2%. Um, I was 87.2% comfortable in my own skin and willing to bleed out in front of anybody I deemed worthy of it at the time, in the moment. And I trusted my instincts. 
Um, and for the most part, I was pretty good with my instincts. But sadly, the other part left, you know, the 12-ish percent left, were the most important parts about me, believe it or not. And now that I'm willing to share those parts um, and to be brave and vulnerable or whatever in um, every way, I mean, that's when people enter, A, being comfortable in, in the world, finally. Like, and I mean real comfortable. Like, if you encounter me in a town that I'm walking through... I've even had strangers ask me what's going on with me. Like, and I say, what do you mean? And they just kind of laugh and look at me like, you just seem so at ease. And I just calmly look back and say, that's because I am. And it feels so good to say that. There's, there was not an ounce of me like that before. I was a walking ball of anxiety even until March of 2023 when I broke, you know? Um, Even though I got calmer than I ever had been throughout my years in Al-Anon therapy. I mean, you guys, I've done, again, I want to remind everybody and tell anybody new. I I know there's been a lot of mention of Al-Anon today. Uh, However, I did everything. I did meditation. I did yoga. I did therapy. I did all kinds of therapy. I did... Um, life coaching, which I'm still very active with my life coach. Um, okay. So anyway, the Al-Anon promises, um, I have those on my door. It's, it's from a book called from survival to recovery. And I'll go ahead and read this to you. I've told you guys before that I got, I think all of these, um, when I finished my 12 steps many years ago, but being that now that we're on the eve of my Al-Anon birthday, (laughs) birthday, um, I'm going to go ahead and read what the promises of Al-Anon are. I don't know if AA has anything like this. You guys can comment below. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't even have, I haven't even logged into Patreon to get an account for for the podcast yet. Hold on, let me cough. If we willingly surrender ourselves to the spiritual discipline of the 12 steps, our lives will be transformed. We will become mature, responsible individuals with a great capacity for joy fulfillment, and wonder. I have all of those and more as I, as I look at chickadees, who, by the way, feed from my hand. I have wild birds feeding from my hand on a daily basis if I want it. I don't want it all the time because then I have to wash my hands even more than I already do. Anyway, number two, though we may never be perfect, continued spiritual growth, I mean, progress will reveal to us our enormous potential. We will discover that we are worthy of love and loving. I thought I knew that back in 2016 or 17 when I finished my 12 steps, but man, do I know it now. I really didn't know how to, I knew how to give love. I am love made manifest on earth, by the way, but I did not know how to receive love properly. Um, And I didn't know, I did know, I do believe I knew how to give love though. I'll be honest with you. I, 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 to a point. And then there's this like last 5% that I couldn't get to for, for others, unfortunately, or maybe, and it depends on the person. I mean, other people, I willingly, um, am not going to get there. I'm going to turn on the fireplace for you, Frankie. Do you like it? Um, I'm going to get her to say hi to you guys at some point. Let me start. Let me also say about the Al-Anon promises that 
I'm reading these to you guys, not as a means to get you guys like, oh, well, maybe I need to go to Al-Anon. I mean, half the time, it doesn't even matter to me what Al-Anon is. I could be saying my therapist gave these to me, or I could be saying God gave these to me, or Bambi, or the, the my make-believe cafe shop owner here at the YouTube cafe on piano jazz music on YouTube, my ambiance videos. Um, you know, it could be anybody. But Al-Anon gave me these promises, and it, these pro- it came, they came through on their promises. So when I read these, I'm not trying to get you guys to do anything other than I want to give you guys hope for this. Because, A, I, ha- I got this accomplished in my heart and brain and spirit at the time I completed my 12 steps many years ago in Al-Anon. However... Shit happens, man. I got a divorce. I got remarried. I moved. I lost all of my friendships. I lost everything. I lost my family now. I've lost almost, I've lost my job. I've lost my identity. I've lost, you know, the amount of shit I've lost. Money. Like, ah. It's, end- it's endless. I've lost my fucking ground. I've lost it all, everybody. I finally allowed myself to lose it all. And Damien allowed me to, to end up on my knees at the bottom of the line. Like, even though he loved me through it, he couldn't save me. And back to the topic of being a baby... That is what I'm talking about. Nobody can save me. Nobody's going to save me. I finally realized that the man who loves me more than anybody ever dared love me stood before me and watched me have what essentially was a lifelong mental breakdown, but culminated in the most intense thing you can imagine coming from a human being for a good almost year and watched it happen and didn't intercede but spotted me and guided me without moving me like a little fucking toy on a on a game board or whatever he loved me by making sure i had just the bare basics laying around that he thought i might eat i've lost so much weight. I don't even recognize myself in a lot of ways. But, and I thought he was doing one thing, but he wasn't. And now I saved myself from my rock bottom because of Al-Anon, because of my higher power, who I will just call God for you guys, um, to make it simple. So anytime I say, God, you guys fill in what you need to fill in or fill in nothing, but listen to me anyway, or don't listen to me and have a good time doing something else. (laughs) I mean that very sincerely. (laughs) I, I really mean that not in an asshole way. Like, bye, it's fine. Goodbye. And I'm sorry that I wasted your time. I'm not for you right now, but maybe I will be another time, or maybe you can direct a friend who you think is babbling on about nonsense, but 
they have a drunk husband or they have a drunk kid or something or a, an alcoholic or they think that person might be an alcoholic. I didn't even know who was an alcoholic in my life, by the way, when I went. I was like, maybe I'm an alcoholic. I I had no idea what was going on. I just knew I was at, I was like so scared, you guys. I didn't know how to live. I just didn't know how to function anymore. That was in 2011 or 12 or I'll check my dates, but whatever 11 years ago was. Okay, so I only got to the second bullet point. I don't know how many there are. It looks like 12 or 14 of the promises. And I wasn't planning on reading anything. In fact, this this bonus page is supposed to be, I thought, although I just came up with it when I started to record, <laughs> and I thought of Molly, Ma, back to Molly. God, that feels like 10,000 years ago. I was talking about the Mollies in my life. But... um. Um, Molly, the listener artist who kind of got this idea in my head about community. Well, then if this is, maybe this is what I wanted all along and I didn't know that, you know, I think that is what it is. So thank you, Molly. My God. Okay. The third bullet point, our site once clouded and confused will clear and we will be able to perceive reality and recognize truth. Oh, yeah. You guys may remember. Reality was my original higher power. The idea of reality. Okay, the fourth one. Courage and felt. This is actually the fifth one. Courage and fellowship will replace fear. Next, we will be able to risk failure to develop new hidden talents. I'll tell you guys this. Posting that first new episode um, of me reading stuff over there uh, the other night or whenever that was yesterday... That took courage <laughs> because I don't remember what I said. I don't remember anything about it. I don't care. It's out there, and this one will be too. Because I, because of my symptoms right now, I, I am operating sort of like on, an, on a higher level than I ever have in my um, mental landscape, if that makes sense. I'm much more clear, final. I've never been this clear is the weird part. But I'm also very... Um, dumb. Like, just to be honest with you, I'm super dumb right now. And I'm, I love it. It's fine. So I'm like both, I really do think I feel, this is how it feels. I'm just going to be honest. I don't, I, this is the wildest thing. I feel like I'm smarter than I ever knew I was, but I also am like so fucking dumb, like dumber than I ever knew I was. And it's, it's like the most awesome feeling I have ever had. I feel like I'm flying half the time I wish you go you know what I will one day I think I might also do some sort of YouTube thing where I show you guys things that could be my other show and tell um because I've now that I feed and uh, feed birds and do all sorts of things with birds um along with holding them uh or having them eat from my hands uh the ones that are safe to do that by the way I'm not like manipulating nature okay um Okay, let's see. Our lives, no matter how battered and degraded, will yield hope to share with others. Uh, looks like that's what I'm doing. I mean, right? Isn't that what you guys like about me? <laughs> that's what I've heard. I don't know what any... You know what? I don't, I don't want to... Whatever. We will begin to feel and we will come to know the vastness of our emotions. But we will not be slaves to them. Boom. Our secrets will no longer bind us in shame. 
Amen to that. Um, let's not be like blood because we have secrets together. You know what I mean? Like, don't keep secrets. Tell your secrets to safe people. Um, and if those people don't listen to you, try somebody else. If that person makes you feel like a piece of shit because you shared that secret, then that's your clue to say goodbye. You know, or if that person doesn't give you what you want when you tell that secret, well, then um, you're not safe with them. Uh, that was everybody in my life, you guys, up until, up until recently, where it's like, not everybody, by the way. I have a lot of people in my life who are, who are from day one who are, you know what I mean? Like, there's plenty of people. It's just that I can't, I, I've had to isolate in order to know I can trust anybody. Um, so anyway, um, but yeah, long story short, with my specific uh, revelations, I have uh, realized that I have a really hard time trusting even the best people who I know mean me no harm. I'm having a very hard time believing that, and you know, in moments, for the most part, I'm now stable and I trust that people love me and, and that they, they know that I'm safe and I feel they're safe. God, forget it. Uh, our secrets will no longer bind us in shame as we gain the ability to forgive ourselves, our families, as we gain the ability to forgive ourselves, our families, and the world, our choices will expand. There's some light just that just turned off over here. That was so weird. By the way, wait till you hear the ghost stories in our house. With dignity, we will stand for ourselves, but not against our fellows. Very important. Serenity and peace will have meaning for us as we allow our lives and the lives of those we love to flow day by day with God's or the universe for you guys, universe's ease, balance, and grace. No longer terrified. <laughs> Here's the deal, guys. You may not know you're terrified. You may just be like, I am, I've got some anxiety. You might be like, it seems like I'm stressed out a lot or whatever. And sometimes that's all it is, like situational stress. Like if you're going into a job interview, well, sure, you're going to be stressed out. Like, or if you are asking, you know, your new love interest out and you're like, I don't know if she likes me. Oh, my God. Um, I can't tell. I think she does. Then you you have a situational fear or you know what I mean? That's different. But if if you've got prolonged anxiety symptoms, as I did, I just, you keep thinking about anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. But if you finally get to where you go further, no longer terrified, we will discover we are free to delight in life's paradox, mystery, and awe. That's my favorite part. And I think I said that the first time I read this to you guys. Because I have read this on me reading stuff. You guys can search for it on, on, on Potomatic, I think, or wherever. Just search me reading stuff. I think Al-Anon promises or something, or I'll find it. I'll, I'll try to find it and link it. If I, if I can figure that out, I'll link it for you guys. And I am going to get better about a cataloging of the old episodes for everybody too. Finally, I've talked about that forever. Um, but I thought I understood that I will discover I am free to delight in life's paradox, mystery, and awe. I mean, that is my favorite part of the Al-Anon promises. And I did. But, you know, like, that's the integral. Why do I keep doing, uh, 
It's like, uh, I'm so frustrated. Uh, it's so annoying. I don't know where I'm getting it. Have I always done that? Oh, my God. I'm sorry to anybody. Damien, do I do that? I have no idea. He's not here. I was just talking to him, but he's not here. Um, let's see. We are free to... Yeah, but now I really do. Like, for instance, I wasn't nocturnal gardening, you know, five years ago when I finished my 12 steps. I wasn't smoking weed for the, you know, like regularly uh, and enjoying that five years ago. I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying anything five years ago. Let's say that. Yes. Okay. We will laugh more. (laughs) Speaking of Brody Stevens, I wasn't, I was quoting Brody Stevens just then. Um, We will laugh more. And uh, speaking of Brody Stevens, if you don't know him, he's a comedian, and I thank- thankfully got to meet him a couple of times, and he was one of my favorites, and sadly, he, uh, he, he, his life ended early, and you can, I would recommend looking into him and the TV show that they made about him and with him. Uh, people like Zach Galifianakis and I think Sarah Silverman and I don't remember Benji Aflalo. A lot of people, LA comedians are in it, but he has a, he's the most, he's an artist basically. I mean, he, he, he doesn't, he didn't know that, but that's exactly what he's, he's like a performance artist or better. He just an artist. I don't want to give him any labels, um, and when I go, yes, that's a Brody quote, if anybody has ever wondered. Okay, fear, and the last one, everybody, fear will be replaced by faith and gratitude will come naturally as we realize that our higher power is doing for us what we cannot do for ourselves. So if you don't have a God or you don't have God, the God, or you don't have your own God, or you, you know, like for a while it was my off ball if you guys know what my off ball was for a while, that was my God. Then, you know, I had original God. Then I thought Jesus was God. Then I thought Van Gogh was God. Then I thought my off ball was God. <laughs> then I thought reality was, then I thought God was God again. Then I thought uh, reality was my God. And now, then I thought universe was my God. And now I think nature's my God and God's my God and all of it's my God. All of it. So now I think all of the above is my God. And that, again, so now my God is both reality and magic and God. Does that make sense? (laughs) Woo! So when I pray, I pray to everything. And by the way, I do what I call constant prayer. I'm in constant prayer all day long, every single day. As I'm talking to you, I'm constantly in prayer, and I can explain this later, um, both in a physical and a spiritual and and an intellectual way. So those are the Al Anon promises that I, I was coming on here to talk about me being a baby. The main point, is, and then and then I accidentally started reading that because it is on my door, and I keep you know pacing and seeing it. So um, the thing about it is that nobody's going to save you. Um, they're going to save you in the ways they can save parts of you. They're going to help you in the ways they know how to help you. Most people don't know how to help people. Most people are just like you in those moments. Most people are completely n- not, um, they can't. Be, why would they be able to if they're still trying to heal from their shit, you know? Uh, so you've got to like do a holistic approach in the way that makes you function best, right? 
I shouldn't say you. I'm just going to turn it to me. I saved myself because I have been, I don't know, this amazing new friend of mine, Richard, um, I meet him on my walks at night and he lives here and he's my neighbor, one of my neighbor friends. And he told me something about the Bible that I don't know yet, but it's something about oil lamps. And, um, if you keep your oil lamp burning low all along, you'll be better prepared for whatever it is we need to be prepared for. I, I like, um, the bad times is what I thought he was saying. Like I'm prepared now because I, the minute I got out of my um, parents' house, immediately got into therapy at the free clinic. And then from that time on, when I was still a teenager, I've never gone more than three months without being actively in some sort of therapy or psychological help program of some kind. And I'm 46 and a half now. So I guess what Richard was trying to tell me is that my oil, I'm lucky because my oil lamps have always been burning because I've been preparing for the worst. Does that make sense to anybody? If anybody has those references, that would be cool for me to hear. Like if I do start this Patreon, somebody can start the Bible explanation for Robin Page or something because... Something I'm really interested in is learning. After Richard said that, Damien knows the Bible so well. It's amazing his ability to quote passages, to know the references. Like, I've had drawings in the past that referenced the Bible that I didn't know referenced the Bible. So there were things that were influenced by, like, things I'd seen in um, Italian art of the Renaissance and medieval Italian art. And then I would be doing weird like visual versions of things in my artwork and then Damien would see it and he would go god you know what this reminds me of it reminds me of Luke 17 or whatever I don't know what Luke 17 I'd be interested to know what that is because I don't even know who Luke is but I will I don't know who seven what's what his 17th chapter is but I will say Damien would know I bet he does know and so those of you who know that kind of stuff that's so cool to me All right, I'm going to cut this one off. But long story short, don't be a baby. I love you guys. Uh, Welcome to Patreon. Uh, Welcome. New sponsorship. What was it that I did? Kleenex? Kleenex Kleenex.com, everybody. Betterhelp.com. Betterhelp.com is where I finally found a good trauma therapist. But I also got traumatized by a bad therapist there. So (laughs) you do the math. That's life, guys. It's not all good. It's not all bad. I love you. Good night.